John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. Hey, we'd like to take a minute to thank our sponsor, Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. And guess what? Isotope offers one free month of Music Production Suite Pro, which has all the tools you need to mix, master, and repair audio. Also, you can get 10% off all other software using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All of this is at isotope.com, I-Z-O-T-O-P-E.com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kiltica. This is the High Game Podcast. Yes, it is the High Game Podcast, Ed. What do we talk about, John? We talk about guitars here. Oh, uh, that's great. We love it. We love it. Talking about guitars. Yep, on a day like this, of course. Yeah, it's a little rainy here in Seattle. A little bit rainy, but, uh, you know, that's what we do here. Yeah, where are we recording from? West Seattle, Washington. Beautiful West Seattle, Washington, Ed. It is beautiful here. You know, they're, uh, they're going to tear down the viaduct in a week or something. Yeah. And that's going to be a real bummer. It's going to be a real bummer if you want to get out of West Seattle, which why would you want to get out of West Seattle? Uh, you probably wouldn't. No, no. 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 There's going to be a month where traffic is going to be even worse. Yeah, it's, it's going to be just... like three years. <laughs> <laughs> traffic is terrible in Seattle, and they are fixing to rip down a... Uh, viaduct that runs along the waterfront downtown seattle beautiful downtown yes, seattle that has multiple exits into downtown seattle. yes and instead they're putting a tunnel in which they've already dug but yep. they haven't opened yep so they're gonna tear the bridge down the viaduct viaduct yep before they open the tunnel yep they do have a water taxi you know i can go from west seattle and you can just go to downtown via a little boat yeah and that's great. It is actually really nice. In the summer, I love taking the water taxi. A couple few months ago, I don't know if I talked about this. I took the water taxi uh-huh. and I went over into lovely downtown Seattle. Right. And I got my coffee and I'm walking with my coffee and it's like eight in the morning. And, you know, when you're walking along the water, it's literally like right there on the waterfront. You can look down into the water and there's a couple guys standing there and they're looking down into the water. And I glance over and I look down into the water. Yeah. And there's a dude floating, you know, like face down. Why is he doing that? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty sure we could use a gong for that fella. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. Did I ever tell you about that? So he wasn't practicing for something. 
<laughs> I mean, if he was, he was doing a very good job at whatever he was trying to do. Because endurance, it, it, yeah, it's just weird because there's a dead body floating in the water, and then he like slowly floated under the pier. Yeah. Well, on that note, yeah. What you drinking, Ed? <laughs> beverages? Yeah. I'm drinking beverages. Yeah. I have in my hand, I've got a lovely cup of coffee that you gave me that I, you know, yeah, took you get, from you, upstairs. You got your floaters uh-huh. and you got your beverages. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm having a cup of coffee and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to open a Bundaberg. Uh-huh. It's an Australian family-owned beverage company. Uh, invert bottle before opening because there's all kinds of shit in there. It's a uh, blood orange, sparkling flavored fruit drink, craft brewed over two days in the Australian heat. Bundaberg out in the outback. Yep, you could go walk about, <laughs> yeah, come back cool. in two days, <laughs> right? And your shit's done brewing. Yeah, yeah. Shrimp on the Barbie. Exactly. And that's not and... a knife. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That guy. Yeah, yeah. That's a knife. So, yeah, so I'm having a Bundaberg blood orange sparkling fruit drink. Well, and how is it? Uh, uh, Delicious. Oh, I'm going back to one of our local favorites, Ed. Mm -hmm. Timber City Ginger Beer. Yeah, we had one of those a while back, right? Yeah, it's peppy. Oh, is it? The first ingredient in here? Water. First love, then water. Love encompasses the entire endeavor. Sure. Uh, Ginger. Yeah. Lemon. Yeah. Sugar. Okay. Herbs. You know what else is in here? Nope. Nothing. Okay, great. What do you got there? I got a day-old bagel. And baguette. I'm sorry, it's not a bagel. It's a baguette. It's the long one. From Bakery Nouveau, West Seattle's own. Award-winning. Yeah, rip me I'm, off a hunk of that baguette. Well, there you go. It smells really good, too. <laughs> great. <laughs> How is that? I am pretty good. <laughs> yeah. They went over to France and won some awards and shit. I think you're right. Bake, bakery Nouveau. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh huh. That's great. This is an Ernie Ball Music Man guitar. Ernie Ball Music Man. Did Ernie Ball buy Music Man? Yeah. We should probably hop into it because you, you know what? What? Shit is super interesting. Is it? Yeah. To like non guitar people? I think so. Oh, really? 1930. Okay, 1930. 1930 in Santa Monica, California. Ernie Ball, California. Yeah. 1930. Yep. 40, he would be 10. At 50, he would be... Uh, at 50, he would be 20. You're doing good. Uh, You're yep. doing good. Yep. Yep. 16. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He's uh, 88. He's 88 years old. He is not. Oh, no. But that was pretty close. Okay. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, no. What our, happened? Our man Ernie died in 2004. 88 minus 14, he was 74. Bam! Nice. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I got that. I think it was the last one. You started playing that fucking calculator noise, and I got all flustered and freaked out, and I'm pretty sure my math was way off. What do I think of when I think of 1930? Yeah. I think we're going to be heading into the Depression. Yep. So you know what happens? What? Fascism starts running amok, not just in America, globally. You've got this rise of kind of the alt-right, the 1930 alt-right. It's nothing like modern-day America. 
born into this is a little ray of sunshine named Ernie Ball. Ernie Ball. Have you ever heard that song, When Irish Eyes Are Smiling? Yeah. Uh, our man Ernie Ball, his grandpa wrote it. Shut up. No, you shut up. Is his real name Ernie Ball? What a fucking crazy name that is. Named after his grandfather, Ernest Ball. He's Ernie Ball the third. I don't think his dad was. His dad broke the line. Uh, grandpa was not Irish. What is he? Oh, oh no. Not Irish. That song has since become a standard. It was published in 1912. Can you imagine? 1912. 18 years before our friend Ernie Ball was born. Yep. So he grows up around music, playing a lot of music, learns how to play himself, plays guitar and lap steel and all this kind of stuff. Okay. Ends up in the Korean War. Oh, great. But it's okay for him. Oh, sure. He's playing in the U.S. Air Force Band. He's playing the guitar and the bass drum. In the Air Force Band in Korea? Yes. I get that the Air Force has a band. What I don't picture is the Air Force Band being, like, front line of Korea. He gets back. Okay. He's got some contacts. Yeah. He ends up playing on TV. Is he one of them jazz cats? No. Okay. We've got to stop eating, John. Shit. All right, let's take a break. Okay. Wow. Yeah, let's eat this stuff. So he's on a TV show called the Western Varieties TV Show in the 1950s out of a local station in in California there. He's not like a host or anything. He's just one of the... performing. Okay. A lot of cool things come from that. Sure. He ends up gathering students to teach guitar to. Okay. He ended up playing studio gigs. Mm Mm-hmm. And he made him a new friend. Elvis Presley. Leo Fender. Oh, I know that guy. Yeah. 1950, he meets Leo Fender. Yeah. Leo Fender... Comes out with the Telecaster in 1950? Yep. Okay. This is good timing for my man, Ernie Ball. Yeah, so these new guitars, these new fangled yeah, guitars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ernie becomes a beta tester. <laughs> okay. And an endorser. Beta tester and endorser so, on his TV show. Yeah, so he's playing those things on TV. Mm-hmm. He's taking them to the gigs. Mm-hmm. He's espousing them to his students. He's playing like tellies. And... Uh-huh. So that's pretty cool. So based on that, yeah, he opens a teaching studio. Sure. He notices that beginning players have a hard time with the strings. I don't know if he did something to make that better, but if it's better than it was then, it's fucking terrible now. There was only essentially one set of strings that were fixed gauges. 13 to 90. Yeah. Okay. And that's all you could get. Okay. Here's what the pros did. Yeah. Slack stringing. Sure. Take your set of six strings. Right. Take that low E. Uh Uh-huh. Throw it away. Okay. Move all the other strings over. Okay. So now your fifth string is right. your sixth and right, so right, on and right, so right. on. But now you don't have a... You don't have an E, a high E. Put a banjo string on it. Put a banjo string on it. So Ernie... Ernie... He wants to help the peoples out. Right. Why don't we just make a set that's lighter? He goes to Fender. Hey, Leo, can we make a lighter set of strings? Right. Leo says no. Leo's not into it. Fuck this. Leo Fender, what's he doing these days? Mm. Okay. Okay. He goes to Gibson. Hey, can you make a lighter Mr. set? Mr. Gibson? Mr. Gibson. Okay. Uh, they say no. So he says, okay, fine. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to order individual strings from the manufacturers. Yeah. And I'm going to make custom sets. Weird. And he called them slinky sets. Oh, man. Ernie Ball Slinky. To this day. That's to crazy. Day. Wow. <laughs> yeah. The super slinkies. Uh-huh. The heavy bottom slinkies. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. This takes off so much. He sells his store that he had at that point where he was given the lessons and all of that stuff. Okay. Uh, and he's like, I'm going to do strings. I'm going to do guitar strings. Starts manufacturing. I might as well just make these things myself. Right. Because at this point, he's just going out and buying shit bulk and repackaging them. Right. Oh, here's a piece of trivia. Oh, more trivia. That teaching studio slash store he opened? Yeah. You know what he sold in there besides these strings? Guitars. Yeah. You know what else? Uh, Nothing. (laughs) Okay. Guitars. It is contended by a lot of people that this was the first guitar-only shop in America. Wow. That's crazy. Didn't sell reeds for your saxophone. Didn't sell drumsticks. It wasn't a music store. It It was was a guitar store. It was a guitar store. My man, Ernie, he'll hook you up. Yeah. (laughs) I love this guy. So he sells that store, and now he's in strings. He's in the string game. You kidding me? He's got to get that package to pop. Have you seen the Ernie Ball package? Ernie Ball's package? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? Like the pink color and the... Yeah, and the font and the kind of... Yeah, yeah. The reason that's unique... Right, yeah. ...is because it was designed in 1967 when this all happened by our man Raleigh Crump. Raleigh Crump? Yeah. What's Raleigh Crump up to? He's still around. <laughs> He's still making strings. Raleigh Crump, born 1930. Yeah. Still around. Still around. He's 88. Yeah, yeah how about he, that? He's 88. Yeah. That's fantastic. Also, who's Raleigh Crump? Um, he is an assistant animator at this point. Oh. At Walt Disney. Walt Disney. He worked on Peter Pan. Oh. Lady and the Tramp. Sleeping Beauty. Okay. 101 Dalmatians. That's fantastic. As an animator? Yeah. Line art, dude? Yeah. Why Raleigh Crump? How does he get, <laughs> how, how does he get that hookup? He meets the guy. I don't know. They're fucking in the same town. Our man Ernie Ball and Raleigh Crump went to high school together. Okay. Uh, people are buying these strings all over the place. And we're talking like Hendrix, like that sure. level. Sure, sure. Uh, well, at this point, I mean. Because you have so few options for like strings in the gauges that you want by the Ernie Balls. Yeah. Uh, 67. Yeah. He's doing so well, he wants to try his hand at some instruments. Oh, sure. So he partners with the dude to make the first modern acoustic bass guitar. Okay. It was called the Earthwood. Ooh. And he partnered with our man George Fullerton to do it. Ernie Ball partners with Fullerton. George Fullerton. Who who is the G in G&L. Uh-huh. Was George in Music Man as well? Yeah. Okay. It ended up being unsuccessful, but now that bass is highly collectible. It sounds fantastic. It sounds sure. fantastic because it's massive. You know those big guitarones yeah. the Mexican yeah, 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 guys yeah. play? It's kind of based on those. Right. Whoa. Is that a P bass? No, this is to ring in the new acquisition in 1984. <laughs> oh! In 1984... Our man... Ernie Ball. Ernie Ball. Yeah. He buys Music Man. He buys Music Man in 84. Yeah. Leo had been making guitars yep. at his own company called CLF Research, <laughs> and he was shipping them to Music Man, mm-hmm. which was a separate company that he was actually president of. Right, yeah. The guitars weren't selling, and they weren't making their numbers, and George and Leo were fucking having arguments, and eventually Music Man just went fucking bankrupt altogether. Oh, okay. And that is when Leo was like, I didn't like it anyway. I'm going to start GNL. Oh, it was Music Man first and then GNL. Uh huh. Okay. So when they went bankrupt and went to sell, 
Okay. Cellator man Ernie Ball. Ernie. Yeah. He's a stand-up guy. He moves it to a new facility in St. Louis Obispo. St. Louis Obispo? Yeah, San Louis, St. Louis. What do they say? <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, San Louis Obispo. Yeah. And he starts producing his own basses and guitars. This is in 1984. Yeah. In 1984, the Macintosh comes out and... They have that commercial yes. that's based on George Orwell's 1984. Ridley Scott. Yeah, Ridley directed that commercial yeah. in 1984. They moved to San Luis Obispo. Uh-huh. They start producing their own basses and guitars. Yep. You know, I can't really think of the Music Man guitars pre-Ernie Ball. The Sabre. Okay, that's pre-Ernie. Uh, okay. So, interesting thing happens. They can't really compete with the numbers that people like Fender and Gibson are putting sure. up in terms of sales. Right. But they are getting really great press because one thing Ernie knows how to do. Yeah. Not skimp. Okay. He wanted these things to be badass. Yeah. So word got out real quick among musicians like, man, these things are well made. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're not selling as many Les Pauls as right. as Norlin. Right, right, right. <laughs> but we're making <laughs> guitars that are good. Consistently yeah. High quality in both fit and finish. Yep. So I've... the professional musicians were like, yes, please. Yep. I'll take some of that action. In my brain, I feel like their bases were always really highly regarded. Yeah, for the longest time, it was the bases yeah. uh, that were being played by by the peps. And... <laughs> <laughs> so you're right. The bases are the more popular ones at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, that will change over time. Okay. But even at the beginning, there were endorsers. Okay. You know Steve Morse? Yes, I do. Yeah, pulled this for you. It's called Too Many Notes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. You love it. Uh, it's a lot. It's kind of like the last episode. You were playing me some proggy stuff, and I just like I just glaze over. And he had signature models. He was one of their earliest yeah. endorsers. Yep. You know who was an endorser for a while? Albert Lee. How did you know that? <laughs> the Albert Lee model's cool looking. It's the rounded, pointy. The Albert Lee music man is cool. That's how I know. When you say Albert Lee, <laughs> you meant to say Eddie Van Halen? This is 1991, the, the Sammy Hagar era. Right. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I could Play do that if my Play life depended on it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't emulate Eddie? No, I didn't. We need a stunt guitarist yeah, for that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. And that song was The Dream Is Over. Okay. From their album For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge. Ah. Uh. You know what? Not only is the quality high, okay. Ernie Ball is saying, I refuse to lower the quality. Sure. So you might be saying, the scruples he, on these yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. He's sticking to his guns. I love it. Until 2000 when uh, his guns run dry. Yeah. Uh, and they get raided by oh, no. the Business Software Alliance What for having unlicensed software installed at their company. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. The fucking narcs. In 2000? Yeah. Yeah. It was all uh, Microsoft software. 
Come on, Ernie. It was settled out of court. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, they had unlicensed software. But the Business Software Alliance, they must have had a boner for Ernie. Really? They decided to use him and that case, you know, in their advertising campaigns. What? Like, here we are fighting against pirated software. Exhibit number one, this dude. Really? (laughs) Sterling Ball at this point, Ernie's son. Oh. Really pissed him off. He goes to open source software, company-wide. Oh. And the quote at the time is, I don't care if I have to buy 10,000 abacuses. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's cool. Do it again. What's that? Whoa. Yeah, what's that? That is an Electroharmonics Mini Qtron. For a Mini Qtron... That thing is real big. That pedal was made before the advent of the <laughs> of today's small Mini. pedals. 2001? Yeah. Sterling? Yeah. He decides to institute a living wage at the plant. Oh, my God. He just decides, you know what? These people need to make a living. This will not fly as far in as the I 2000s? Could, as far as I could tell, this was apropos of nothing. There was no law passed or no, no, no regulation. No, no. It's not in Santa Monica. It's in Newport Beach. or St. Louis Episcopal. okay okay and he's paying people to live there that's amazing that's great i love this guy sterling 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 ball what's he up to sterling's still doing stuff is he still running the company yeah he running the show over there yeah oh he's running the show over there kidding me fuck i love it i love this guy he's still working with pops Ernie's still around, and, and Junior's yep. coming up. He's learning yep. the ropes. Yep. He's pirating software, allegedly. Allegedly. And he's taking the money that he's saving by pirating software. And giving it and, to the people. And he's paying his employees. Okay, suddenly I'm I'm all in on Sterling. Yeah, Robin Hood ball. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, people are still playing the music mans. I got one of your favorites here, Ed. Um, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. From 2002. It's not the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. But this is called War Inside My Head. Oh. System of a Down? Nope. One of your favorites, I'm sure. Yeah. Do we get Cookie Monster vocals? No. Do we get high-pitched? You're good friends over there at Dream Theater. Oh, sure. Yeah, you know. Sure. John Petrucci? (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Okay, that's Dream Theater. I love them. Yep. 2009. What happens? The budget line. The Sterling line, they called it. Sterling. I do know about yeah, Sterling. I they, do. They start that up. No. Our, our man Sterling, Sterling just like yeah. takes his good name oh, and, no. and flushes it down the fucking toilet. Oh, no. Sterling, what are you doing? Well, he doesn't flush it down the toilet. He sends it over to Indonesia. And they flush it down the toilet. Okay. And they help oh. a brother out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Why would he do that? Nonetheless, people keep playing them because people okay. like them. Mm-hmm. What do you know about Sleeping with Sirens, Ed? Uh, nothing. I've got the whole world in front this is called Let's I'm Cheers to This. Yep. Oh, it makes me want to cut class and... <laughs> and <laughs> And scribble on my notebook. I, yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. If I couldn't exactly picture the band, I could probably picture the demographic yeah. of the band. I just—it makes me want to just scream yeah. at my parents about how they don't—they just don't get it. 
Come on, you know. You, you don't understand. I, like, yeah. I yeah. hate you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. 2015. Okay. I personally have never liked these guys. Is this Maroon 5? Yeah. <laughs> What's this guy's name? Adam Levine. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I'm trying to be better, John. I'm trying to be better. I know you. You know are. it's hard for me, but it's very soccer mommy. You know. The yeah. previous band is all about adolescent kids, and that band is all about their parents. One's for shitty kids, and the other one's for shitty moms. I love what you're doing there. You hear what I'm playing there, Ed? I don't know. Are you... Put uh, some of that on there? Qtron, you just threw on some Ocean's Eleven. Now, what are you going to... I'm going to put on the Phantom Operator from our good friends at Recovery FX. Oh, my God. That's so great. Oh, my God. I don't even know what you're doing over there. You're like... I don't even know if you're touching the guitar, and it's just making crazy noises. You got that thing, like, right around the holiday time, right? Yeah, guess yeah. where it's made it? Seattle, Washington. Our good friend Recovery Effects? They're out of Seattle, Washington. That pedal is so cool. Oh, my God. So, yeah. you might be asking yourself, viewers, yeah. yeah, why is John playing all these weird effects and he's making his guitar sound like just wackadoodle guy? Well, that's me attempting to get experimental and different with it and get something else out of this guitar because the actual guitar I'm holding here yes. and playing. We haven't actually said what yeah, it is, I don't think, been, have we? It's been a surprise. <laughs> Has it? This is the St. Vincent guitar. The St. Vincent, yeah. the Ernie Ball St. Vincent signature model. Yeah, created in 2016, so it's not really that old. 2016 is, wait, wait, wait. Uh, do the math. Do the math. You can do it. 17, 18, 2019. That's three years ago. Yeah. St. <laughs> Vincent, what is she? She's innovative, she's experimental, she's yeah. fearless in the way she plays and writes. Yeah. Uh, so I was trying to do just my little homage to that kind yeah. of thing. Listen to this. Okay. Turntable for Christmas. And did you get this on vinyl? Yep. And I've been burning that thing. I've just been playing it over and over again. You want to know what's up with this? Uh, the guitar? Yeah. I do. So this thing is very kind of like uh, retro modern looking. Some people have likened it to some of the designs Ted McCarty was doing, like the yeah. Flying V and the Modern and all yep. that kind of thing. Yep. So it's got kind of some of that vibe to it. It does. She designed it in concert with Ernie Ball Music Man. Yep. And they iterated through it with yep. her. 
I'll give you the quick rundown. Lay it on me. African mahogany. Yep. Is a maple neck, in this case, capped with a ebony fretboard. Yep. This is the stealth model, which yep. is all uh, murdered out matte black. Tuners are locking shallower. Yep. Three mini humbuckers, five-way selector switch. We'll get back to that in a second. Interlocking circle fret markers and... Uh, tremolo. A fulcrum tremolo. She wanted it to be more ergonomic and lighter and reliable than some of the things she had been playing. Right. So they went around and I think came up with something quite unique. So on a five-position switch on a Strat, yep. what do the five positions do, Ed? First position is bridge. Third position is middle pickup. Fifth position is neck pickup. Yes. It's one, three, five yep. for the single individuals. Yep. And then... Two and four, I think, can maybe vary by strat. Depends on the wiring, but yeah. if we feel like generalizing, let's yep. just say those are neck and middle yep. and bridge and middle. Right. Uh, St. Vincent opted for a completely different deal here. Yeah. Beginning in the first position, it's the bridge pickup. Mm-hmm. Second position is the middle pickup. Yep. Third position is the neck pickup. Yep. Yep. Fourth position is all three. Yep. And fifth position is the neck and bridge. Yep. So a little different, and you've got volume and tone. Yep. It's it's one of those weird things where I picked the guitar up and I started playing it, and I was fucking around with the selector switch and couldn't. And I hadn't out. I hadn't looked it up or anything, and I was just playing the guitar, and I was going through it, and I'm like, and and it was obvious the tones were different enough that I knew that fifth position could not be right. just the neck. Recoveryeffects.com. And that's the that's the phantom operator. Yes it is. God, it's so cool. Back yeah. to this thing. Yeah, so, you should totally uh, go to recoveryeffects.com. Yeah. The tremolo, I find, is real stiff, Yeah, which is great because my personal take on tremolo is that uh, it affects the tuning for me. It might be the way I play it. I don't know. but So this thing is nice and tight and stiff. It stays in tune. Yep. It's kind of hourglassy shape. It's asymmetrical yeah, hourglass so, offset yeah of. yeah it doesn't really have horns per se nope but the bottom is cut deeper up along the neck than the top so you yep. can get up to you know you can get way up there like 21st fret or something so i did not realize until you told me just not too long ago yeah that uh saint vincent started with polyphonic spree she was in the polyphonic spree and that's crazy did you know she went to berkeley college of music i did not Someone in her family is like a player guy. Tuck Andrus of Tuck and Patty. Jazz Cat. Boom. <laughs> Ed loves it when yep. I say Jazz Cat. I do. I love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I love it when John says Jazz Cat, and I love it when he says like like foreign words, like all <laughs> Frenchy words. That Mass Education album. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fuck, it's so good. In preparation for this, I listened to that, of course, because it's uh, an album that we can guarantee she played probably entirely this guitar on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, But I did go back in the catalog because, you know, I just love her stuff. And so I pulled another example. Her playing is crazy. 
Yeah. I just dig that there is a female guitar player with a signature guitar. I like the idea of kind of supporting that. I think so, too. The days of the old white dude are ending. Yeah. I could not be happier. Maybe the women should just run all of it. Yeah. Like impeach the motherfucker. Yeah. Yes. More impeach the motherfucker. Hey, John. Yeah. Don't cut that out. Okay. So, St. Vincent. If you like, oh, I don't know, freedom. (laughs) You should pick up one of these. Yeah. Yeah. God, that pedal. It's. If you look up SNL, Jack Jack White, St. Vincent. Yeah. You're going to see him appearing on that TV show playing his St. Vincent guitar. Right after he did that? Yeah. Uh, St. Vincent herself, she was stoked. She was into it. Well, sure. Yeah. That is crazy that that guy... She might have said, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, Jack White is playing my or, guitar. And fuck yeah. If Jack White's going to play a signature model, yeah, he's not going to be playing the John Mayer PRS. <laughs> yeah, and you know what else is cool about this? It's a slab body, Yeah, but mm-hmm. the bottom half is beveled at an angle on both the top and the bottom. What that does in the end is cast really cool shadows as the yeah. thing, as the thing moves around. Especially this black one. It's got the circle inlay yeah. and then it's this flat black. It looks very much like the uh stealth fighter. Yeah. Kind of that like radar stealth mm-hmm. fighter thing. I'll be interested to see how it wears. Some parts yeah. might get shinier, some parts might wear through. Yep. And it's like just over seven pounds. It's seven like seven pounds exactly yeah. according to the interweb machine. I like the interweb machine. I like it a lot. All right. Good. You got anything else? No. Hey Ed. Yeah. Hey, thanks for showing up, huh? <laughs> hey, no problem. <laughs> no problem. Hey, where can people uh, get a hold of us, John? You, you can find us on the web machine. Yeah, on the uh, Facebooks and the Twitters. Yeah, look for the high for the, gain. The high gain. Yeah. On the Instagrams. Yeah. Uh, you can send us an email. You can send us an email at thehighgainpod at gmail.com. That'd be great. You can go to thehighgain.com. Yeah. You can use that little at symbol. Yeah. At the high game, all over the place. All over the place. You could even hashtag the high game. If you wanted to. If you wanted to, or the high game podcast. Yep. Yep. Whatever you feel like hashtagging. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag it. Yeah, do it. <laughs>